Welcome to the United Pentecostal Church of Paris, Texas this morning. Having a little technical difficulties, but that's okay. Uh, We're going to make some quick announcements this morning. Um, Today is our Tupelo love offering. And so if you're you're interested in giving to our Tupelo uh, love offering, that is going to be today. And also we're in the middle and at the very end, actually, of our youth strawberry fundraiser. This is the last week to place an order or to sell orders if you are interested the orders will be due this wednesday february the 8th money has to be turned in orders have to be turned in and everything this wednesday night february the 8th and we are still looking for donations for uh chocolate to dip it in the almond bark the the white chocolate and the chocolate and so if you can Walmart brand or Brookshire's brand or Kroger's brand, that does the best. It's cheaper, and you also get a little bit more for the price. So if you can, buy that. Bring it to the church kitchen here, and we'll bring it over to the church or the family center kitchen, and we can get rolling with that. And if you're interested in helping uh, dip strawberries that morning, the Tuesday of on the 14th, we would love to have you help if you want to drive and deliver. We would love to have you help if you want to be a part at all, or if you just want to make a monetary donation, we would love for you to help that as well. And so that is going to be a great time. And that is, of course, the the deliveries are going to be this coming 14th, the Tuesday of Valentine's Day. And then we also have on the 9th, this is going to be fun, Journey Men. Here we go. Listen up. Journey Group Men, we're having coffee at Downtown Coffee on the 9th of this month. It's going to be at Downtown Coffee at 7 a.m. to 7.45 a.m. What's the age on Journey? What is it? Eight, journey. 18 to... 18 to... 18 to 39? No, no, Brother Mike, I'm sorry. But we're... Uh, it's going to be... So it's going to be great to have some... Uh, get the men, some of the men together to meet at downtown coffee 7 to 7.45 a.m. And then on the 11th, ladies, you aren't left out. Journey ladies, you're going to downtown coffee. And that's going to be on the 11th from 8 to 9 a.m. And then on the 12th, Brother Brad Davis is going to be ministering both services. He's going to be in town, and that's something you will not want to miss. And then the following Sunday will be Youth Sunday. It won't be the second Sunday of the month, but it will be the third this time. So we're pushing it back a week. It's going to be on the 19th. That is Youth Sunday. Then on the 20th is Ladies United Fellowship. The sign up is in the foyer. And then on the 23rd, uh, Tanner and Kylie's wedding shower is going to be at the Family Life Center at 6.30 p.m. Yeah, give it up. It's about in time. And on the 26th, monthly mission pledge is going to be due and online registration for Ladies Joy Conference is open. And then our Mother's Memorial Pledge cards are going to be due on the July the 1st. And that is what you've seen in your bulletins the past few weeks. Get that filled out. Let them know what you're wanting, you're pledging to give. And then that is going to be great. So if we could all stand up. We got our announcements out of the way. I'm a little out of breath. We're going to move into worship in Jesus' name.
any church? My ears must be out or something because I didn't hear y'all say if God is good or not. God is good, isn't he, church? I know these allergies are kind of weird around this season, so I was just making sure it wasn't, in fact, my ears, but I was making sure that we did all know God was, in fact, good. We have a few needs we're going to take here before the Lord. Charlie King. His family, his sister has passed away, so please keep their family in your prayers. Sister Renee Flowers, Sister Shirley Henson, Brian Bridgers, Don Parsons, Will LeBlanc, Jana Leverton, Charles Fleming, Ryan Williams, Dickie Ewing, Alex Stevens, Lois Weems, Jonathan Crawford, Miller Gamberry. Rex Foster, Bob Bolton, Billy Bolton, Lenita Leonard, Bryce May, Brother and Sister Trinado, Brother and Sister Proctor, Nelson and Missy Miller, Chaplain Steve Gibbs, Loretta Edwards, Brother and Sister Bristow, George and Mildred Pratt, Carrie Grant has cancer. Please keep her in your prayers. I might get this name wrong, but Bruce and Shirley, it looks like Caroline. Uh, please keep them in your prayers. And then Sister Joanne Fryer, please keep her in your prayers. Psalms 23, verses 1 through 6, the entire chapter, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You're not alone. Your trial is not forever. Your hell is not perpetual. You will come through. Jesus will get you through. And not only will he do that, but he'll prepare a table for you. And not just any table, not just any sort of dinner, but a table in front of your enemies. In the house of your enemies. And where that hell used to dwell at, where those enemies used to mock you and make fun of, where you used to really stumble... That is where you will feast. That is where you will see your victory. That is where you will see your next morning. So, if you have any need here today, if you would like to step in for one of these needs, I urge you to. I urge you to step out in faith. And God will reward that faith. And He's going to see you through again as he's done for each and every one of us already once or twice 
or however many times before. Jesus, I pray that you would anoint this place. I pray that your presence would fill this room. And God, that we would make room for you in our hearts and in our minds and in our daily walks, Jesus.
ushers come that would take our tithes and our offering this morning. Father, thank you for your presence. Thank you for the church building that we can come to to worship you. I thank you for this church family that we can worship you together with. And God, I pray that you bless what is given and that you bless the giver and you anoint the word as it's preached today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. house today like this means this means it is no time to go through a routine the route is critical the routine is a killer he said I am the way the truth and the light and no man comes to me but by the Father. When you don't understand fatherhood, 
you don't realize what he means. Father is simply the source of new life. The mother, the church, births, the babies. That is critical to knowledge. He said, they that know their God shall be strong. Not the ones that have felt him. Know him. Not the ones that have seen his ministry know him. The way, the truth, and the life. It is no game that we are playing. Competition used to be out of limits for the Pentecostal people. We didn't play sports. We didn't go to sports. We didn't do any of the above. Because the spirit of competition gets in people, and God knows that this flesh will argue over who went out of bounds and who didn't. And then if you're not careful, you get competitive nature in the assembly and you start looking around. Oh, so-and-so must have backslid. Hadn't seen him in two weeks. I, I almost called him, but he knows better. It's no game for a preacher nowadays. Preachers are getting paid a lot for entertaining, just like entertainers are getting paid a lot for getting people's mind off of this for a while, satiating them with this mundane idea that if you go to the house of God, you are one of them. Ladies and gentlemen, when he cleansed that temple, it was no game. And they were doing almost everything necessary. Except they had conveniently began to utilize truths to inherit. Pride is one of the horriblest things going. The pride of life will derail any of us. I don't care how long I've been preaching, I every now and then I'm tempted to get proud. I hate to tell you, but I gave in a couple of times. <laughs> or more. It's pretty easy. When you pastor a great church like this and great people and wonderful people, not to get proud. Well, sorry about you guys. I wish y'all could have been over here pastoring this great church. But uh, someday maybe you'll get up here. Pride is a terrible thing. Jesus stripped himself of pride. He became sin who knew no sin. So that you, sir, could get out of hell. Freely you have received. Freely give. 
You didn't pay him to get to the cross. Freely, he gave himself. So that you could freely humble yourself to the death of the cross. And say, not my will, but loving you and loving my neighbor. I will conveniently force myself to die so that as the Christ live for you, you live for her, and you live for that jackrabbit over there. Love your neighbor as yourself. You don't pick and choose. You don't play games with this stuff. It's not a religion. It is salvation. Jesus Christ has become our salvation, not our religion. You can practice Pentecostal ideas and never have the freedom of peace and righteousness and joy. But brother, when you get the Holy Ghost and the power of God working in your life, you can leap over a troop, jump over a wall, and have peace that passes understanding and victory that will absolutely freeze the powers of hell and open the doors of victory on every level. We are not playing games. We're not in competition but with one thing. And that is this nasty flesh that wants to cause you to be competitive. I'm better than you and I'll damn you if you don't act like me. I wish one of you men that's got passion for this city would stand and pray over this city right now. I mean cry out to God for this city. Give this city a church people that care. Some of you that's sitting down, go ahead and cry out there. We didn't come here to check in so we can still vote. Come on, somebody. Somebody reach out and touch the hem of his garment. There's some kids that if they don't find the truth and they don't find some example, they're going straight to hell. I'm not willing for that to happen on my shift. I'm not willing for that to happen in my day. I'm telling you, we're going to run the buses again. We're going to reach the lost again. We're going to the poor again. We're going to the rich again. We're not slowing down because the devil don't like what we're doing. We are going to pick up the pace. We're going to run the race that is set before us. And we're not going to weaken. Too many wonderful kids sitting in front of TVs. Glamour. When Jesus said the children of this generation are wiser in their day than the children of light, he wasn't just filling time and space because he didn't have anything else to say. He was telling you they'll keep creating things to keep people interested in more stuff that's earthly. 
And some of us have bought into the program. We renew sometimes three, four items a year when the older stuff is still working. Because it looks good. But bless God, I've been Pentecost for 40 years and I ain't changing. The Bible said, of course, you know, that's not what people go by now. They go by what they want out of the Bible. The Bible said, you don't need that where we're going right now. Let's see. Can you go get about 20 of these? No, just 10 of them be fine. No, hold it in one hand. That's the way we do. And we got God in one hand, and we got money in the other. Which one are you going to serve? It looks just like some of my life. Try to get it together and it keeps falling apart. Do you know how many days God lived to help get you that information? You ought not to be falling apart. Line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little, we're changed. And to... Angels are ministering spirits sent forth from God to help those that are heirs of salvation. All right. Now, we as the kings that visited the stable bring gifts to God. We bring the gift of humility. We bring the gift of obedience. We bring the gift of loving him with our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he says, oh, my goodness, you have done that which is pleasing to the Lord. So I am going to take all of your stuff and put it under the blood. I hope I don't have much. dollar do good I'll never forget carrying my bride to be on a date and I hated like everything I only had a quarter left in my pocket and the gauge said empty I stood out there for the longest playing like I was putting ten dollars in I wanted her to think, no problem. 
I'm sweating peanut butter. He went busted at the cross. He gave it all so that messengers from heaven, now, you, you know, don't give it to the rich. They don't want your pitiful stuff, they got all they need. You, you won't see them sacrificing prayer and praise. Oh, my God. I'm not going to do that. People think I've lost my mind. But they'll do it in a ball game. They'll do it in their house in front of their kids while the ball players are playing. They'll do all of that stuff. And it comes freely from their heart. It comes freely from their spirit. You want to know why I'm preaching hard? He is about to come. I said he is about to come. Don't you play games with the rest of your life. You got one life to live, sis. And if you don't live it right and under the supervision of the Holy Ghost, you're going to miss the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. It's time for us to step over some boundaries that have been holding our sacrificial praise and our sacrificial worship and our sacrificial intercessory prayer for a city that we damn them every day for their ridiculous life and what are we doing about it sitting in a salt shaker and wishing they had come to us no he came to us he came to the city he's coming to send a church to the city not to a church salt shaker I'm here because he wants me here. And that is to preach to you his word, his love, his grace, his glory, his power. And if I don't demonstrate it, I do need to be ousted. And he's got a way of doing it. And I have to face it every Sunday and every Wednesday and every Monday and every Tuesday and every Friday and every Thursday and on vacation. Growing in grace is not an option. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said... The law didn't change. He just squeezed it into a spiritual arena called the spirit of truth.
I got some preacher friends just like y'all holding this. Good enough for you. He said to us that he hath hid his face. He gave us over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh, for the saving of the soul. Do you ever, as a banker, see people getting increased just because they got money in the bank? They can't see you on the other side. Would you mind standing? Their interest. Oh, that's interest is a valuable asset to what you are. And you are growing in wealth of wisdom as you invest in a market that has increased. So then you see the scripture start meaning something. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no what, Brother Jerry? No end. Stand up and say that good and loud. But he's one of our great leaders. Oh, no, I, I know it, but oh, those, that's it. No end. Somebody say no end. There's no end of rejoicing. There's no end of shouting. There's no end of victory. There's no end. Not till you get out of the graveyard or till you get that rapture thing going. I'm here to tell you there's no end of the increase of his peace. There's no end of, uh, there's no end of the increase of his joy. There's no end of the increase of his power. There's no end of the increase. Somebody say increase. Grow in grace is the increase. Get any gum. What time is it? I don't know why it don't bother me anymore to see people. Trying to shake myself and renew myself. That's what's happening to your old preacher. I'm not fading out because my age. I am growing in grace and in knowledge. And the knowledge I have right now is that God is about to come. But he's, he said, I will lengthen the days until my preachers wake up and they wake up my people who years ago got the Holy Ghost and was excited about getting it, but they're not so excited about using it. That is lukewarm. I was passionate till I got lined up with the Pentecostal way of living. But I wouldn't even crawl on my knees. to people that are living next door to tell them 
about the victories and the glories. I want to tell you something. Man, I was so worried about my kids. But now God has given me a piece about my kids because he said, I will do the work. You just lean on me. I, I, I used to worry about that stuff. But now I, I can be at ease in Zion. I don't have to passionately go to that church and pray that God will give our preacher a message that fits me. Oh, God. Oh, my God. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are born. When Zion travails, sons and daughters are born. Until his, his womb is filled with travail, there will be no new people. There will be no new neighbors sitting beside you in the house of God until Zion learns. Oh, God, give us children lest we die and become just another people. I wish somebody would stand up and pray for this city right now in the spirit of travail. I'm not talking about go through some Pentecostal routine. I'm talking about dig it down from way down inside your heart, your mind, and your spirit. God, we're not willing that any should perish. Your spirit declares we're not willing that any should perish. And we know we've backslid when we don't have that passion. I'm not talking about a two-minute prayer right now. I'm talking about a revival that's about to burst loose because the children of God are hungry to birth. Come on, let's get with it. Even if you have to walk around these aisles, it's no longer church as usual. It is a passion that's rising like fire. Oh, oh God, where are the tears? We got kids and cousins that are lost. How dare we just go through another routine? Send revival, God, and start it in me. Send revival and start it in the preacher. Ah, go ahead. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men but unto God. It's a prayer time. It's all right to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. It's all right to travail. We're not having church services as usual. We are going to dig up and we're going to plant new seed. Sister Mary Lou, at the cross, at the cross. Why don't you take the hand of somebody close and let's double it. One can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. Agree in the Holy Ghost. We're moving forward. We're not going to have a place sitting in the church house. We are going to have a place in the vineyard. We're going to sow seed. We're going to till the ground. We're going to stir up.
And we were constantly finding somebody that we could talk to about our experience with Jesus. For the leaders of our country, it's easy to make fun of them. But I want angels from Paris, Texas, and Lamar County headed for Washington, D.C. I want the angels from this area to head to Austin, Texas. Our leaders are in a bind. We can make fun and rattle the chains all we want to, but we can also do something about it. Sing it. It was there. By faith, I received my sight. And now, you sit as you meditate while we get this up Christ's life don't get mixed up in all the things that are in the Bible just remember this the Old Testament is a pattern That's all it was. But it was the life that they had at that time. And when you read the book of Esther, you'll see a prophetic knowledge. It's a phenomenon. You'll see prophetic powers that are being generated under the law. And you'll see, you you, you know, I preached about it again two years ago. When the king held out the scepter, it was my... Every revival, I preached it here in the late 60s, early 70s, no, it was the early 70s. The king is holding out the scepter. Keep that in mind as you read the book of Esther. Notice the two banquets that Esther had. And she demanded that, Morda, uh, that the uh, Haman and the king, Ahasuerus, were both at her banquet. 
That banquet represents our altar service. That banquet represents when we bring our life to both parties. Haman was the one that wanted all the Jews destroyed. The king was the one that had the authority to make it happen or to give the children of God an opportunity to make another life happen. And if anybody came to the king without being invited, the king would take the sword and have them put to death. So thus you see in the New Testament that they that sinneth shall surely die. That whole Old Testament is prophetic about life with Christ, before Christ, and after Christ. It's not just a bunch of old history stuff. It was patterns. The Bible said it was types and shadows of things to come. And you're here. So he gave them one right. And that right was to fight for their life. You're not getting my kids. You're not going to take the people out of this assembly unless they desire something out yonder in your world, Mr. Haman. But I got rights for us. And so here was the postscript on every place in the community. I give the right to these Jews to fight for their life. Somebody say fight the fight of faith. Somebody say fight the fight of faith. I'm not just going to have a little faith that God came, God is coming back. No, no, no. I'm going to fight for the fight of faith. I am going to fight for my kids. I'm going to fight for our city. I'm going to fight this flesh. This flesh is not going to take me under or over. That's what the writer meant later when he said fight the good fight of faith. And lay hold. On eternal life. Growing in grace. Growing is change. I don't care how you look at it. Some of y'all been growing at the table. Some of y'all been growing by exercising. Ladies and gentlemen. Growing is change. And if you're not growing, you're not changing. And you won't be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye if you're not changing. Because our posture, follow him. He said, follow me. And until you become him, you haven't finished the trip. But that's what religion has done for people. They all sealing out. I'm Baptist, I'm Presbyterian, I'm Methodist, I'm Pentecostal. He said, stir up the gift. What is the likelihood? You be honest with yourself. I've got to preach to you the truth. I'm in trouble if I don't preach to you the truth. He says, you're a hireling if you don't preach the truth. 
That's horrifying to me. You're going to go to heaven because of the truth. But if I entertain you and make you think you're going to heaven because you listen to me. Because you like the way I do things. You like the way I say things. No, 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 no. I'm going to tell you if I say it loud or say it soft. It's still truth. You shall know the truth. And the truth is what makes you free. Not the, la- not the church you go to. But if the church you go to don't offer more truth. You're going to become lukewarm. You're going to miss a lot of services. Oh God, I know pretty much what they're going to do. And this ball game is coming up. And you know, it's an important one, honey. You go on to yourself now, and I'll show you how a leader does. He does what he wants to do. Say, Pastor, you're preaching hard. You're going to think it was too easy when you missed the boat. You're going to wish a thousand times over. Read that story about the rich man in hell. He still had his sanity. He still had his feelings. He still had his eyes. He still had his memory. I, I remember Pastor trying to dig me up, but uh, I had so much going and all, you know, I didn't hardly have time to stay and pray. God, I got to go eat again. I'm already so fat, I can't hardly move. Huh? You can't pay me enough to lie to you. You take good care of me. And I would be foolish to not take the 30% that you give me and the nice house you give me and the nice opportunities you give me and then come up here and play games with your future, not on your life. If it was a one-day deal, no problem. But if it was forever, it is a major problem if I don't show you the way, if I don't teach you the way, if I don't love you into the way, if I don't guard you against all things, that would snare you, my little daughter. say that's too big of a price pastor you kidding me let's follow Christ he was born in the mind of God and then God sent forth his son into the world somebody say God is a spirit That God is what keeps your plants green. That God is what keeps the rain coming in due season. That God is the one that causes the wind to blow. That God is the one that takes the seed and makes it germinate and makes it produce. Ladies and gentlemen, the seed by itself could do nothing. But the God that created the seed, that's what grows. And it grows under his big sun lamp. So God had a plan. 
Brother Richard, would you come look? Can you look pathetic at all? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure you can. Take your coat off, maybe. Let's see. Uh, uh, get your tie sort of sideways or something. There, about, about like that, yeah. Lay down here on the bottom floor. No, that's kneeling. Lazarus at the gate. Almost. Somebody say almost. Almost. Begging for crumbs. I don't know about you, but I'm seeing the people beg for life, bread, hope is in the crumbs. Joy is in the crumbs. Peace is in the crumbs. If you just get started with crumbs, you are going to want the whole steak. That's the body of Christ. That's the structure of Christ. That's the doctrine of Christ. That's the teaching of Christ. But you try to dress them up before they get the structure and they will fall flat on their face and think we're lying to them. If the structure's not in place, the way you dress don't mean anything but you can't leap over a wall and jump over a troop if you don't have bone doctrine and muscle strength of the spirit and when you've got that you've got everything you need to fly we're not trying to make you Pentecostal we are trying to make you Jesus Christ Three times it mentions Pentecost in the Bible and that's the doorway into Christ. But it mentions Christ 500 times in one way or another. It mentions Jesus Christ 500 times. That's why you keep hearing me say I'm not trying to make you Pentecostal. Pentecostals come in and don't even go to the prayer room. Pentecostals come in and you got to push them to shove them and to get them to worship or to dance and praise the Lord. They're dried out. Can you not remember the former days of old when nobody had to ask you to raise your hands? You raised them because in you was a well of water springing up. The singer sang not to get you to oh. I like that song. You know, it didn't do anything for me, but I just enjoyed the lyrics. It didn't renew the river. Worship is the pump that pumps praise into the heavens. Worship is the pleasing of God. Hallelujah. And thus new dimensions of God come in and that's why I said when people praise my name I will present my glory glory just means victory all you got to do is see the men playing football baseball basketball and all the other when they win yes and nobody has to tell them to shout when you're winning and you know God is looking down and he paid the ultimate price and he sends preachers to keep stirring up that faith and 
somebody has to force us to praise God. And then we get ticked off because the pitiful sinners don't even go to the altar. Where are the travailers? Because when Zion travails, anybody here know how to travail? How many kids you got, Sister Kyron? Come here and tell us how to travail. I watched you. It wasn't a posture. Oh, I got injured. No, 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 I watched you. Richard, you doing okay? I plead the blood of Jesus over my kids. I plead the blood of Jesus over their mind. I plead the blood of Jesus over their heart. He I pray against the forces of darkness. I pray, God, for their mind and their hearts to be sensitive to you. Oh, God, protect them from the snares of this world and give them a backbone of steel and love for you and your kingdom and your word. Oh, God, I pray over them today. I pray you lead and guide their path. God, I pray for their mind to be open to receive thoughts from you. Oh, God, let their heart, Lord, be full of your word. I pray over the desire of their heart, God. I praise you, Lord. I praise you. I praise you for your word. I praise you for your spirit that gives us strength, that sustains us, God. I praise you, God, that your word is a lamp into our feet. It's light to our pathways. You are light. I wish some of you men would stand to your feet and travail for about one good minute over all the people that are leading our companies in town, the men that own businesses in our town, the men that are running corporations in our town. Would you plead the blood of Jesus over our city leaders? Come on, men. Let's pray for the leaders of our city. They need God. They need wisdom. They need understanding. They need mercy. They need glory. They need grace. Oh God, we need you. We need you. We need you. <laughs> Preacher, don't you let us go to sleep. That ought to be a prayer every week. Preacher, don't you let us get lazy. Don't you let us get at ease in Zion. All over the building, could we clap our hands? Thank you for those that you, that's down here. Hallelujah. 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 It was not an accident that Jesus showed up. It was not an accident that that whole book means everything in the world to us. Well, well, I'm right there. How many of you have ever wondered where the potter's house is? 
at the potter's house, you're made over again. That's the house of God where God speaks through ministry and transforms your mind and transforms your disciplines and transforms and empowers your glories. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's the reason he said forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. Some of us wash our car more than we do our brain. Some of us wash our car and vacuum it more than we do clean out the infinite things, uh, infrastructure of, 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 uh, of carnality in our mind and spirit. It's high time that somebody get in this pool pit and I have dedicated myself to the rest of my life I have played too many games with Pentecostalism and I'm telling you God's been shaking my world I mean I can hardly sleep a whole night long anymore and I don't mind because you mean everything to me this city means something to me I didn't come here to play games with the Pentecostals I came here to win the prize with and for every one of us So here's the path. Jesus said what? I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. So let's go through the whole thing. God overshadowed Mary. And he started a work that has not ended. God planted by the Spirit. Because he knew the church age would get here. He planted in that lady's womb. Which is representative of his church in the world. Mary was with child. Seeing she had never known a man. Man can't put this in you. his ministry is and how soothing and satisfying he is to your brain he can't do what we need done and that is he put his only seed in a virgin womb so at the manger somebody said the pitiful place about the most pitiful place in the world Could you two young men exhibit again coming to the altar for the first time? Don't get in front of that mirror. That mirror is supposed to be y'all looking at yourself and seeing how you worship and seeing. I see some of you hadn't seen it. good times together but when they look at you you mirror success you mirror the right spirit of winning you mirror because you look into the mirror and you look up and then he looks down can you see the ceiling can the ceiling see you no it can't see you it's deader nor mackerel Depending on which way you use the word as to what it mirrors. 
if this word, this mirror mirrors money, you'll make money your God. If the mirror of your soul is fame, you will study to be a strong person in a community, but not ready for the holy city. The way you adjust the word, you're going to be free from your history no matter what you do with the word. But that doesn't mean you're going to be in Jesus Christ. The mirror has to do with the mighty Messiah. It has to do with a bloodline that is totally perfect and pure. The mirror reflects the miracles of the Spirit of God in Christ Jesus. And if you want miracles, you've got to get the mirror tilted until that mirror shows up in your mind, in your heart, and you begin to practice the Word because you are a human, but you have a soul. Turtles don't have a soul. They can go slow. But you don't have much time left. Even the statisticians of our world are already predicting the demise of a world that is already tilted on its axis. And they say that just five more degrees and it's going to spin off of its axis. So the perfect world has been filled with sinfulness. And as it's filled with sinfulness, it's going to tilt out of its perfected state. God looked at his creation and saw that it was good. But then he let sinners do what they wanted to do. And you know what I said about Eden. When I asked God about Eden, why did he let the devil in Eden? He said, I'll never have a forced bride. I won't try to force you, but I will preach to you everything you need so that that... Is that a grandkid under that blanket? Well, I thought that grandkid was supposed to be out of here already. The doctors thought that would, baby wouldn't make it. But God, who is our life, said different. Can you stand up and show that people a miracle in her arms? Don't tell me he can't work a miracle for you. Don't tell me he can't give you peace that passes understanding. Don't tell me he can't give you joy that's joy unspeakable and full of glory. I'm telling you every day, this is the day that the Lord hath made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. I'm going to be a good husband. I'm going to be a good wife. I'm going to be a good neighbor. I'm going to be a good worker. I am going to rejoice. This is the day has made I will thank him all day long my praise shall continually be in my mouth go hug a couple of the old men I want to see which, which ones are the old ones I didn't say bald I said old Come on, folks. Church ought to be the greatest thing we got going. There ought to be more excitement about getting to the house of God, getting bathed in the Spirit, and getting renewed in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, there ought to be nothing more exciting. I'm going to pray. I'm going to seek the face of God. I'm going to be a witness.
If you act like them, look like them, and behave like them, they don't need to go anywhere. It was the last out. Come on, folks. He said the children of this generation are wiser in their day than the children of light. They don't mind claiming their team, and they don't mind uh, following their team, dressing like their team, acting like their team, and parading it in their voice. Folks, I don't believe in boring church. Y'all should know that by now. I didn't come here, Brother Jack, to entertain you and your roofing crew. Didn't come here for that. I do exactly what the ball team leader does. You get out there and give me about 20 laps. Anybody ever play football? I know one over there did. Didn't play soccer ball since you did it, but. What did they tell you, Brother Darnell? I know what they told me in the military. If I even just acted like I wasn't going to obey them. 25-540, get down there and knock out two zeros. And then I'd look at him and say, get your greasy eyeballs off of me. That's the way I was. That's the way I was in the army. And then being in the army of the Lord, we can believe we're going to go to heaven when What is that? Please. Man, do you realize how many heavenly places I'm in every day? Do you realize how much heavenly stuff I've already enjoyed? Sure, let me demonstrate to you. I got joy with hell breaking loose in my city. I got joy with hell breaking loose in my community. I got hell breaking loose in my finances. But inside of me, there's a river of living water. And I know if I fall, I shall arise again. I will rise again. I will will rise again I'm not staying down I'm not staying out I'm going to rise I'm going to take my place does that empty tomb mean anything the whole picture is this brother Darren what a, I tell you what what a wonderful son in law would, you, would y'all would y'all get uh, that?
coat over there and wrap him up and stuff him under a bench. You won't forget this Sunday, I promise. God sent me here to build a fire. And you're going to either run into it or run from it. No, 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 under it. He'd been eating too much, hadn't he? Somebody say, hid with Christ in God. Shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the name. Mighty word, oh God. Thank you, Jesus, that your spirit move in this place today. Saturate our minds with your spirit, mighty God. Worshiping you, oh God. Thank you. Because you're not going to forget the glory of the house. I said you're not going to forget the glory of the house. When our men come in dancing and praising God. Not because I said to. But because they heard the word. And they want to obey the king. And they want the king's riches. You let the devil ever tell you again. Everybody's going to thank you. Just do everything the preacher says. If the preacher preaches the word, that ought to be true. But if the preacher only preaches part of the truth, do the part that's true. And some time ago, people told people, if you'll dress this way and if you'll do this and don't do that, you'll have peace that passes understanding. And it never lasted because they wanted to belong to a physical church. I'm talking about peace that passes understanding. I'm talking about you can't diagnose a spiritual situation until you see a guy that don't look like he's even got a reason. He don't have but a dollar in his pocket. Thank you, God. The picture is as clear. Thank you. Go ahead and rise from the dead. Some glad morning we shall see Jesus in the air coming after you and me. I wish somebody would say joy. I mean, get up and act like it. There's no better place to practice here than here. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Just about to end. Y'all can pretty much get ready. I think. Somebody say he died. Don't you let the people mess with your mind when you die out to flesh. This picture is physical because God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. How is he going to do that to the world? Because there's only one Christ. He's going to have one display through a book that will reach every nation. And all you've got to do is study a little bit and find out that Bible has been sent to almost every nation. And when every nation has heard it and either turned it down or accepted it, that's when you're going to see the eastern sky part. The sooner 
You get the message through our missionaries, and I cannot thank you. My wife and I talk about it all the time. How many of you have a missionary that you're supporting? I want you to raise your hand a minute. Even if you're giving the mission offering, you may not do it regularly, but you're giving the mission offering. I want you to know something. Don't you ever doubt what you're doing. It has a reward to it. Given, it shall be given. Pressed down, running over, filled with good measure. That if, he, if that's not true, he's lying about the rest of it. He cannot lie. That's why I preach Jesus and him crucified and resurrected. The picture is clear. You, guess what? It wasn't the Pentecostals that created that scene. No. It was worldly people. The world created those pictures. Plus, I've got scores of others that identify just these few pictures I'm showing you. Now. That is not going to be an accident. It's going to be a well-planned person who by faith followed. You elders, these young'uns are following y'all. If they see you worshiping, they're going to worship. If they see you praising God, they're going to see, you're going to see them doing the same thing. They are followers and then someday, Brother Brown, they're going to take their place like you and I. Little hair and gray, what's left? I guess all the kids, I'm having y'all march around. I was looking for some kids, but I forgot they're all in Sunday school. No, you're too big. Uh, would you carry a kid around for us? Would that be too much? We won't go far. Okay. Now, you step in line there. Okay. Now, if the preacher is hobbling and, my God, y'all got to break me. I, I tell you, I got some like hell going on. I don't know if I can make it another day. If that's the leadership, guess what's going to happen to him next week? They're terrible. I need some help. And guess what the kids are going to do? They're not going to say the same thing. They're just going to get the same spirit. There's no hope. There's no hope. Honey, we just might as well hang it up and get another one. And get you another man. That's where your world is. Hopeless. And the book says we're saved by hope. Young and stand up. Boy, no, don't look around. You am her. I wish you'd shout hallelujah about three times. Would your mother and dad stand? Do y'all have any ounce of thrill hearing that? The Bible said you honor your mother and father when you honor your real father. And I've watched them over and again when y'all singing up here. I want the rest of your kids and grandkids up here singing. I don't want them to see an image of slovenly worship. I want them to see an image of a people that's got a living God. He is doing things now. He's not putting everything off till tomorrow. He is a now God. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. If you're expecting this, 
You've got to participate in all of those things by faith that I showed you prior to it. Because faith without works is dead. Tell your neighbor that. You, you want to hear this echo. The book says, I'm not talking about what I'm saying. I'm talking about your Bible. It says, faith without works is dead. Now, see, what a lot of people have tried to do is twist that around and think because they did works that their faith would grow. It don't grow that way. Faith grows by obedience to the Word or, as the Bible said, try to go back to my military days for just about a half a second. Somebody say, exercising yourself unto godliness. If you don't exercise your godly rights, you don't build up a power to destroy the devil. And so you'll easily be deceived because your immune system is not working. The immunity is by faith, trusting the Word, obeying the Word, and that gets it into your spiritual nature where you don't fall into temptation and diver's lust. Your house can't do it for you. You can keep buying houses till you have 15 bedrooms and then you're going to be sick because you have to clean them. Everything in this world points to something about Jesus. The GPS... The map at your house, the highway markers, the speed limits, discipline is a part of life. Oh, what happened on October the 15th? Maybe they changed it in your world. Is that not tax day? When? April? No wonder they sent me that letter. (laughs) After death comes the judgment. You have been given day after day to study that book, to take in that spirit. And there's at least one place in this city that preaches born again by the water and the blood. You can get ducked in that baptistry all you want to, but unless your faith is in Jesus Christ, it won't mean a hill of beans. And if you've forgotten why you got baptized in the name of Jesus, because your spirit has declined, you need to pray for faith. And study that book until you believe it. Now I'm going to tell it to you one more time. It's actually in. Maybe I'll just go ahead and show it to you. And that way you can get it. Maybe I won't. Let me see here. Can you. Oh, there it is. 
I want them to see this because I want you to understand that holiness is not just the way you dress. You dress the way you do because that you become a living epistle and it's a choice. It's not about us making you do it and you don't become holy. I don't care how much you run the aisles and shout and dance. If it's not truly from your heart to Him, you're not going to get a reciprocal approval from heaven. It's just going to be a dance. But when you dance in faith and love for Him, I can tell you, you'll find a river of life starting to flow. And you can dress like you're supposed to dress and not be holy. That is exactly what I have watched in my evangelistic time. But when you get holiness, you want to protect it from temptations. So, playing games with this fantastic opportunity, just talking in tongues and nothing changes. When you talk in tongues, you want to stop right after you talked in tongues and see what the Spirit was speaking to you. Because the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 13, Though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Then he underscores it. He said, I am become a sounding brass. In other words, I'm not in frequency or in tune with the one true and living God and therefore I have no right to expect peace and righteousness and joy in the Holy Ghost and the ability to leap over a troop, jump over a wall and go through. And when he said I'll make the high places low, the low places high, he didn't mean he'd get rid of them. He meant he'd give you the wisdom and the strength to negotiate them and it would be like a four-wheel drive going through a mud hole. You're not going to get stopped. You're not going to get bogged down. You're going through to the holy city. Oh, y'all better sing something. I'm telling you, this people, I, thank y'all. If y'all be back next Sunday, I'll try to do it again. But, but y'all have gotten me preaching hard today. I had some notes I was going to try to go by, and you see part of them up here. So she can train up a child in the way it should go. That doesn't mean you're going to make them go. God's not going to make you go. So you're not obligated to make them do it. You're obligated to show them the way. Could we stand? What time do y'all eat? I wonder if there's anybody that's never been baptized in the name of Jesus. Your faith has grown. Maybe you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost like they did in Acts 2, Acts 8, Acts 10 and 11, Acts 19. That book of action is the results of faith. The way to live your faith is Romans through Jude. That's the management. That's the steering wheel of your car. You can have all kind of power under that car and wind up in a ditch. But unless you've got a good steering wheel and a braking system, knowing when to do and what not to do. Sing it again. This altar's open. You've never been baptized in the name of Jesus. And your faith has risen. If you'd like to know more about it, 
I have written material out here on the wall. It's not about becoming Pentecostal. It's about becoming Christ. He's the only one that got out of the grave and flew out to a holy city. It's not about an argument. It's about an education. preachers in our city right now while they'll play go ahead and play it pray for every preacher in our city God heal the land heal our minds cause us to come together one mind one accord in the power of the Holy Ghost that's it some kids out there that don't know you. There's some people out there that have never been filled with the Holy Spirit. They've never been baptized in your name. As we close this service, would you clap your hands unto the Lord? Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. He loves to hear you do it. You don't have to wait till church services to do it. I do it sometimes out in the backyard. It stirs up the gift. God bless you. Shake hands. Be friends. 
Anybody here that has not been baptized in Jesus' name, please feel free to come ask one of our ushers. I'd come to the front and talk to me. We have all kind of papers that will lead you from wherever you are to what you really want to become. God bless you. We love you. St. John 3.16 is the definition of love.